on this episode of Use Your Words, we have Aaron here, who <laughs> is just recovering from a wonderfulness of thing called staring contest, which you last can't do it. <laughs> what you need to learn, Mister Johnson, is how to micro blink. Micro blink. It's like where you bl- It's like you don't move your eyelids a ton, just enough for them to release some moisture down to your eye. <laughs> oh, that's how I do it. <laughs> but anyways we're not talking about oh, my uh disdain for t swift not this time we're not finding out how aaron can how well he can decipher language oh no that, one, oh, that one's no. gonna be fun it's gonna be rough i i, I yeah we'll get to that when we get there instead we're gonna talk about something that aaron brought up actually uh. He's and he just happened to mention it in passing. He's like, "Oh, I've been thinking about this." I was like, "Fine, I'm adding it to the list." <laughs> and he instantly did that. Yeah, yep. I, and I'm sure he did that at work too. <laughs> yeah. Wait, as soon as as soon as he saw me say, "Yeah, I'm putting that on the list," he probably went like, "What?" No. So that being said, because Aaron brought it up, Aaron, what is it, and why did what what why wow. were you thinking on this? What 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 made this uh, wrinkle in your brain? Just some changes in life, okay? You know, mm. <laughs> just some change. <laughs> you don't have to elaborate, but I think I know what no, those changes you, are. Yes, yeah, relationship stuff. Which, even though it is very early on, it has already got my brain going a lot. It's wrinkling your brain, which is a good thing, right? <laughs> Sorry, you don't know where that. You don't know that reference, do you? I don't. It's from Community. Oh, when something okay. confuses one of the guys, Troy, he goes, it's wrinkling my brain. But I thought it was good to have... Well, it's... It's not It's not referencing the smooth brain thing. Okay. It's not that's re- where I was going just, with it. Okay. It's just a, st- a statement he said. That's all. Okay. But yes, in general, it's good not to have a smooth brain. It's good to have wrinkles in your brain. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. As long as I know that. Okay, so then you, so well, your new relationship is what brought this up to mind. Yeah, because that's just like one thing that's been that's been brought up within it, where it's the whole thing of you know you just bring something like present something before God, pray about it, and you know He'll in His timing. I well, in His timing stuff will happen as it does. But it's one of the things where it's like, okay, you do you just wait. To like, oh gosh, do you just wait on him to do anything, or do you, or where do you take action? And like, I guess almost like a leap of faith per se, sort of thing. Okay. And so that's what kind of brought it all up. I see. Wow, there's a lot to. There's a lot to unpack in there. There's a lot to unpack in there. Okay. Right. So I guess we can unpack it both in a couple ways. We can yes. unpack it both in the short term way and the long term way. Ooh. And here's why I say it this way, because the short-term way is kind of a model for how you do it in the long-term way. Okay. If that makes sense. You know, it's the same practice, just slightly different. Because, for example, okay, okay, this is from uh, John Piper, by the way. So Piper. You know Piper. I know that name. Okay. Because someone brought some uh, this question to Piper, and he answered it. And the question was, can you shed some light on the tension between taking action and waiting on the Lord? Yeah. You know, very similar to this concept yep. that you're bringing in yes. here. Yes, and it's better said. And he makes a little lighthearted joke. He's like, I'm not 
waiting to listen on the Lord between each word. Okay. You, you know, essentially he was okay. what he was doing was he was saying, Yes, I get it. There, there's this concept, wait on the Lord and his timing and, and ask him what to do, right? Right. Sort of deal. But he's like, when your day-to-day interaction on things, you're not doing that between each word. Lord, what word should I speak next and speak now to, to do this? Right. He's not saying you're doing this based, you know, because you have a lot of interactions, a lot of things that happen daily that don't flow into that, mm-hmm. that flow. You're not taking the time to, to do that. Instead, you're doing it on the big things, you know, whatever those big things, new job, new Right. Should I take out a loan on a car? Should I do this? Should I it's change big. states? You know, the big things, right? Right. So why aren't we doing that on the small things? What, what's the difference between the small things in the day-to-day and the big things? I guess just the amount of impact it has on your life. Right. The impact, but also mm-hmm. what are you hopefully doing? Either, you know, the end of the day, the day before, the start of the day, the day of. You're spending time in God's word and you're right. learning what he who he is mm-hmm. who god is and by learning who god is you learn what he expects of us by right. learning what he expects of us we're able to then respond and interact on a daily basis in those small interactions based on that knowledge yeah okay so that that's in the you know in the short term you know the small things right yeah and, for example, he does say right here, I'm talking. If I tried to pause between each word to consult the Lord, where that word should be used or not, another, I couldn't talk. Life can't be lived that way. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. You know, that that's how we handle, you know, those smaller everyday tasks. You know, we're not, you know, mentally, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not stopping going to the, should we, should I, God, what should I do here? What should I get? The chicken sandwich or the fish sandwich? Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's, I'm sure there's people that do. I'm sure that's the thing for some people. Yeah. Which yeah. I guess I can, you know what? And honestly, I could see that being me in instances. Mainly now when it comes to drinking. Okay. But at the same time. Like, I know the parameters I have given myself for what I allow myself to have. Mm -hmm. So then it is probably more so just me thinking, okay, well, you've either had this many so far this month. What else is going to come up along the month where you're like, oh, I might want one at this moment. So then I just, that's also, that is just me then making my own judgment call on when I should and shouldn't have a drink, not necessarily throwing out a quick prayer like, hmm. Right. And and in in the small little microcosm of that, right? Yeah. You know, based upon these parameters that you set up for yourself, Mm -hmm. what this looks like. You know how many you can have a month, how many you've had, what this will do to you, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah. That's a small little microcosmic example of what waiting for God looks like. Cause we know through reading the scripture, praying, interacting, communicating with God daily, what the rules are. Old Testament and New Testament give that to us pretty clearly. 
you know, where you want to start with the Ten Commandments and expand outward into other things found between the laws, the prophets, the gospel, etc. Right? As you pray and commune with God, talk with God, you learn more about his personality, you know more about how he interacts and what he wants for you. All of a sudden, those, and it's not saying that you're not making decisions in those small decisions, but you're making decisions saying, I want to align with what God wants for me right. based on what I know with his reading of the word, communing with him. This is what happens. This is what action I should take. And it becomes almost, you guys could say second nature-ish mm. in a way for the small things. I'm not saying for the big things. For the, right. You know, we'll get there in a moment. Right. But, you I know, get, yeah, I get what you're saying. But for the small things, it because you know God so well, you know how he wants you to do things. Mm-hmm. And again, some things, you know, you consider like interpersonal communication, you know, like saying, you know, in talking, right? You might be like, well, does that really matter? I mean, yes, it does. Ultimately, we learn what language to use and not to use as we're going through mm. scripture. We're told to stay away from certain things, from profanities and that, you know. And, the, and that even starts to change how we think through those things. I meant to ask you if if uh, Andy, well, I'm imagining he already did his series and talk on that, right? Oh, yeah. So it's all done now? Yeah. It's okay, all done. I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, I thought he was going to address like the cursing more, but he, he didn't. He didn't. Oh, okay. No, I thought he said he was going to, but he didn't. But there, he has previous ones on Right, it. that he's done. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check that out again because that was that was interesting. But that Good. changes your word, and that's a, even a small little example of that. Well, you know, language. Mm-hmm. You know what language we use as we're guided more and more by what's said in the Bible. Again, you know, I, I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to I'm going to for making it easier. The comments. Let's. I'm just going to call it that. The comments being reading scripture, praying, communing with God. You know, on a daily basis. That okay. The comments will help you understand what that looks like going forward, what that means for language, what that means for jokes, what that means for music, everything like that. Right. And in a way, it shapes you. It's just like, you know, you're growing up with your parents. They will teach you certain things they like and they don't like. It's the same way with God. God will teach you over time what he likes, what he doesn't like. (laughs) And that may be through the scripture or, you know, anything else in there. And, you know, obviously God's not going to come down and necessarily, you know, like my mom, you know, if I did something she didn't like, it'd be a whap. Uh, But, you know, God's not going to gun down and physically whap you. Maybe you will, but, you know. Hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen. You know, most likely it doesn't happen, right? Yeah. But, but through correction and that correction may be, you know, you do something and you get caught and then you feel that, that shame and that guilt. And then you, you choose to course correct from there. Hmm. That's going to look different per person. I'm going to just be upfront with that. You know, there's no like standard. This is how discipline will look every time you screw up. It's going to be different per person, per situation. And that guides you on those daily small things, right? Right. Now, waiting on the bigger things, that's when it starts becoming a little more, how do you know? 
How do you know? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because that can look different per event. For example. For example. Recently, I, uh, well, okay. When, as of we're recording this, yeah, uh, two days from now as of recording, but when this comes out, I've already been in my new job for a little while. Okay. The, you know, that's a big decision to, you know, not as big as some other things out there, such as, you know, getting married, having kids, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still a big decision. It's a big change in my every day. Oh yeah. It's not a, because that changes how I work, where I work, what I'm doing for work, the people I'm working with, the impact that I have on a daily basis, you know, stuff like that. That's not minor. It impacts how I can serve on Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings, because if I'm on call, I don't want to be out. I can't be doing that with the anticipation of being on call. It, it's not fair to either one. You know, if I have to last minute cancel out on things, it takes up time on my schedule. It impacts mm. a bunch of stuff. It's not just, oh, it's a place where I work. It's a place where I work, but also impacts the ministry I'm able to be involved with. Right. So it was one of those things of like, as I went through the process, you know, that's why I kept like you up on the loop on what was going on. I kept Andy on the loop. And I told Andy, I was like, Andy, specifically pray that if this is the right place, that it, you know, things go through. And if not, I get rejected out soon. And guess what? As I was going through this process of finding a new job, multiple jobs early on in the process, boom, gone. it was, it was like, nope, this isn't the right spot. This isn't the right spot. This isn't the right spot. I didn't get this. Love, stop. <laughs> this is the wrong place to work. I didn't get that. No, <laughs> you know, make your life easier. Don't get me wrong. Yes, it would. <laughs> but oh, it, it, mm. it, it, it ultimately came in the line of, you know, either like one of them I pulled out because I was like, as I was starting to go through a process, I was like, no, there's something very unsettling about it. Mm. You know, I was like, no, I, I'm not going to, this, I need to pull out. Yeah. Another one, I felt good about it, but first round they're like, yeah, no, this isn't, this isn't good. And I was like, all right, cool. And you know, when I was talking with Andy, I was telling him, I was like, man, I don't feel bad about being rejected because I know these are the spots I'm not supposed to go be in. But those are very obvious things. Those are like a job thing. Mm-hmm. That That's pretty, uh, yeah, you go, yeah, you don't go forward sort of deal, you know. And there's multiple people involved in that to make it happen, right? But what happens when something not as, I guess it could say black and white, as concrete as that, something, you know, do I move? You know, do I move well, to another state? Do I pursue this relationship? Do I do this? Do I do that? I mean, I guess I even think about like the job thing to where I guess what if you never had, well, I guess you said the the one made you feel unsettled. The one where I was like, hmm. Where I guess, yeah, you said you, it was going okay, but you had yeah, it, it, about like, it. Yeah, it was going it, okay. But then, then it dropped soon, I guess. I'm just wondering, like, let's say, yeah, I'm in, 
let's say I'm in the spot where I'm wanting to look for a new job. Right. So obviously be in prayer about it. But then I guess like you were doing, it's like you went out to go pursue the job or get to the point of where you'd have a new job. But then I guess I just imagine the Lord's like, "Eh -eh, not here. Boom. Close the door sort of thing. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, we're not in the age where, you know, you know, back would okay, back with Moses and that. He had the burning bush. He had he had right. that was kind of a symbol like, oh yeah. This is what you should do. Okay, I'm going to go do that. Right. We, do you think that happens still today? I've heard of people saying stuff like that happens. Stuff like it. Not mm-hmm. like burning bush, but like no. Like they'll be like, "Oh, I heard from God." Da 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 da. Okay. You know. Well, I guess I'm. I, I'm thinking not even maybe not even like. So, and I'm not even saying like direct like you hear a voice from God come down and talk to you sort of thing, but like just as something as like far as like what somebody might consider maybe a coincidence, but it's just like it's so specific for like if you like prayed for like a sign or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was just like boom, like in your face, like whoa. I sometimes yes. Yeah. For example, for example, mm-hmm. um, I was at the Petersons. It was just a random Sunday afternoon. We we're having okay. dinner, right? I'm not gonna say what it was because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. there's a reason why. Um, I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, not okay. on camera, but there's okay. a reason why I'm not saying why. Okay. But anyways, Heather had like there was something stirring in Heather's heart and she prayed essentially God if this is the way we should go with this let it come from my husband Andy that he also have this in his heart yeah and then like a day or something later Andy brought like, up without without her telling him yeah, anything no about coaxing. what she had been praying about yeah. he brought it up and said hey I've been thinking about this All right and she's like alright I'm on board yeah because it was the same thing, but right. it had been brought up. So sometimes, yeah, that does happen. You know, okay. you hear those things. I'm not saying that's out of the room possibility, and sometimes that is that does occur, okay? Right. But I'm saying we don't have like, hello, burning bush. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, sometimes it's a word from a trusted friend or advisor while you're pondering stuff that comes in. It's like, okay. Where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes it is as you're just, praying as you're as you're listening and you're reading because for that one job specifically that i've talked about right mm-hmm. when i said it was uneasy like it was an uneasy feeling when i thought about that job at, at certain points and i was like this isn't this isn't right this isn't good right whereas this new job when i started going through everything it just felt at peace with every step of the way mm-hmm. i didn't think i was going to get through stage one of the interview process let alone make it all the way through. I mean, right. this is a job that 200 plus people applied for day one. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of people. And somehow my resume <laughs> made it through. Now, regardless of the fact, if I hadn't made it through, but I felt uneasy, I would have turned it down. Hmm. But I felt easy. And then near the end, and this is just a little, uh, I guess, insight into it. I was like, all right, God, if this is really where I need to go, where I should be going next. Right. I was like, 
I made them, I'm not going to say numbers. Um, right. But I made them a counter offer. I was like, if they even come this far in the counter, I'm going. Mm-hmm. They went above what I, my minimum. Wow. And I was like, all, all right. right. <laughs> One. Hey, existing boss. Um, yeah. Um, I quit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I gave him about a month's notice. Wow. That's my existing job. Plenty. Yeah. Well, yeah, my existing job as of right now. <laughs> it's weird yeah let's not get into it um <laughs> so i gave him about a month's notice and even like this last uh wednesday we had a meet i had a meeting with the boss and he's like are, are you sure you want to quit you know yeah. and, and, I, and i went yeah i am positive and there was no like there's no uneasiness now i'm not saying every decision you make in life He's going to be like, oh, this is easy. There's no, it's, I'm not saying uneasiness is a sign that this is the right way to go, Mm -hmm. but I know enough about where God has been taking me at things that I know, like, if I get a very uneasy feeling about a job, I need to back away. Okay. That's for me. That's not going to be the same for you. Well, I was going to, but I was going to ask, ask you the question as to like, just during this process, like, was there any, like, any, like, second thoughts about it at all or was it just like boom no nope. no there wasn't any second thoughts it. i mean, don't get me wrong i'm gonna miss uh some of the people i work with and right and i realized by me moving that also changes that i guess you could say that missional field mm. because i had some working relationships really good with some certain people there at the right. company that I'm, yeah, I, I was debating whether to say more about them or not. I'm, I'm going to not. Okay. <laughs> Just for sure. privacy yeah. uh, sake. But, you know, and I was like, man, that's that kind of does suck that I'm going to lose that relationship with them. And then, like, la- my last day, I was like, hey, you know what? You know, this last Thursday, yeah. Thursday, I was like, hey, you know what? Would you be open if I came down once in a while? And we didn't set a time frame, like, once a month or whatever. Right. Uh, so they have like a little fire pit area. I was like, I'll come down. You guys just grab a bag lunch from upstairs because they have those to go mm-hmm. bag lunches. I'll bring my own lunch. We'll come down and we'll have lunch. Hang out and chat. And they're like, yeah, we'd love that. I was like, all right, I still get to maintain these relationships. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And I still get to speak to them about this thing. Uh, one of the guys, and you'll have fun about this one. <laughs> I haven't told you about this yet. Uh oh. He wants to get into audio editing, right? Oh, geez. And so okay. I told him, I was like, I got years of audio free to practice on. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. I'll be careful about some of the stuff I give him. But okay. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I mean, it's already out in the internet anyway. So. Well, no, I'm talking oh, about the pre on... <laughs> the pre episode oh, stuff. Oh, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, 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 you could have some of this to so play around like, with yeah. got years of audio for you to edit on if you want to learn oh yeah nice oh, cool. so, so <laughs> there, there was a, a avenue opened up and a pathway that allowed me to continue to have this relationship with those people even though i'm moving on to this new job mm. and be by me moving i don't know you know, to this new job. I'm not moving locations. I'm just moving jobs. Um, yeah. I, I don't know 
what new opportunities may arise from this. Right. You know, I'm going to be working with a bunch of Floridians. <laughs> Ooh, the crazy people from Florida. Yeah, I know. So I have a question for you, Mr. Johnson. Oh, no. When I, when you hear the word weight, yeah. what do you think of with the word weight? What do I think of? Mm-hmm. Weight. <laughs> okay, let me ask this. I, is waiting active or passive? I guess it depends on... I wonder if it would depend on the scenario. Or are you just asking in general? I'm just asking in general. Is waiting passive or active? Ooh. Why well, I feel like I've heard like you're that to be actively waiting before i don't know if i've ever heard somebody say passively waiting well okay so if you passively wait right you a lot just of people, sit and do nothing yeah a lot of people think when they go a lot of people think this they go well i'm waiting i'm waiting on god to do this that yeah. means i'm just gonna sit back and wait for you god to do something give me the sign give me the go ahead to move forward right waiting is really an active thing so okay, so yeah. here's how it's active okay I'm not saying it's active in that you're taking the next step necessarily. You know, you're moving, you're, still... you're, you're moving, you know, you're moving jobs, you're moving, uh, states or whatever. Right. You know, th that would be taking the next steps. It's active in that you're actively praying, actively listening for God, what to do next. Yes. It's so the activity isn't necessarily that you're taking the next step, but that you're actively engaging in the waiting process. Right. Because some people will take it and just sit back. And just not do anything with it. Not do anything with it. leave it. Yep. And they'll, they'll literally say, I'm not going to do X until I see Y. Right. And then they don't do anything else about it. Go back to the example with Heather and Andy, right? Mm -hmm. She thought about, she had thought about this. This was on her heart. Mm -hmm. She could have actively just sat back and, or she passively, passively sat back. back and wait for Andy to take the lead on things. Instead, she said, no, I'm going to pray about it and actively wait. She's, she petitioned God and said, I'm going to actively wait now. Wouldn't that almost be a combination of both? In, in a little way. I can see wh where you'd think that. Right. Yeah, because like she presented it to God in mm -hmm. prayer, but then she did wait or on him. Yep to talk about it and then take the lead on it. But I mean, I guess, I mean, yeah, she was ready to go as soon as he said as as what he, he said. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess so. I, 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 there's always mm -hmm. some waiting. There's always some like sitting around, but right. are you actively engaging in it? Or are you just letting life pass you on by? Are you being passive? Or are you being active? Right. So, so I guess as far as I'm thinking for like praying for, Okay, yeah, so either it'd be like the new job or relationship stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. To be in prayer for it, but then like, I guess either or really, I guess you could say the same for both, but it's like for the job, like you can be out actively 
looking, applying, and like for the relationship, you can be continuing and growing in a relationship. Exactly. But as far as, I guess, that's where the question really, I guess, then sticks out to me is like how, so for the job thing, it would work out as far as, okay, then now you've gotten the job. Okay. You've been praying about. As far as pushing a relationship to the next step, it's like, where is that? Like, where is this sign? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I'm, I'm going to have to be a hundred percent honest with yeah. you know, yeah. you know, you know, passively you could sit back and be like, okay, we're dating. We're good. Whatever. All right. Actively, you know, engaging in the process. Not only are you praying, not only are you reading the word, seeking out what God's will for you is for the next steps. Mm-hmm. Both of you are hopefully doing that. Yes. Okay. Right. Right. But at the same time, maybe you're seeking out advice from married couples who have gone through this process before. I can't help you with that. I'm not married. Sorry. <laughs> not happening. Uh, but you could talk to older couples who have been married for a while. Right. Go to Andy and Heather and be like, Andy, Heather, could you give us some advice? We want to do this right. Right. How how do you know? What's how do you know when the next how when did, the time is? How did you know? What was what was what was the sign for you? Right. To move but forward. Listen to people who have been, you know, that's how you can actively be involved is also seeking out the advice of older Christians, mm-hmm. godly Christians who have been through this same process before. Right. But then there's the whole thing of everybody's different. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is different. <laughs> that's why I said it's seeking advice. It's not, right. it's, no, not yeah. that, it's not that you're it's, taking what they say and elevating that to gospel level. Going by it. Yeah. And, yeah, correct. You're taking you're taking what they said, adding that in with where you two know you are at in a relationship right. sort of deal, and figuring out is this right for us? Right. Because here's the thing, and if you want to keep on the relationship thing, right? Things that you may not think about the difficulties of that first year, whether that be interpersonal mm. or financial or whatever. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Someone who has walked that path before can give you good advice right. on that. Right. Someone like me who's single, sorry, I can't give you any help on that. That's fair. <laughs> Other than at some point to go. But you've always been the one to help give me some answers on stuff. Yeah, but I can't give you advice on that. Sorry. <laughs> but but at some point I, you know, yeah. you know, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, and, and obviously. You have to be honest with each other. Are you two ready for that? Right. And you have to be, God, am I ready for that? And ask Mm -hmm. for him to show you areas that you still need to improve upon. Mm. Ooh, that's always fun. Yeah, that's always always (laughs) fun. Because here's the thing. If you ask ask legitimately, you ask sincerely. we'll always have room to improve on things in our lives. It never ends. Yes, we will, but. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. But if you ask legitimately. Sincerely. God will go, all right, you want to be shown where you need to grow. And it may not even be a thing of growing between you two. It might be a thing that you have to grow on your own. Yeah. I'm not saying this is. You You know, I'm just saying example. I'm not saying this is you. But it might be something like a temper issue or a you know a money issue. Okay, now not, I know you're talking to me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, not making money an idol yeah. and realizing that idol money is just a resource. Right. You know, it might be a time issue. It might be whatever. Mm-hmm. And those are all things 
Am I saying you have to be perfect before you decide to tie the knot or move on to your next step of engagement? No. Because no. guess what? You will never be married then. Yeah. Because you'll never be perfect. Nope. But you need to figure out when that next step is. Guess what? Seek out the advice of not only from God, what he says in the Bible about things, but also seek it out from, like I, I sound like a broken record, I know, but from godly, older, married couples. Yeah. And maybe even some newly married couples too, that who are maybe going through that first year or two, and they're f- finding out what those things are that maybe mm-hmm. they weren't prepared for. Yeah, nowhere in except for some like abusive uh, pastor type people. Nowhere do they say, "Don't use a combination of biblical resources as well as real life examples." Use a combination of both to help you decide, are you ready to take that next step? That's how you actively wait. That's good. You're not just sitting back and saying, oh, we're lovey-dovey, happy day. Yeah, we're good. Happy days. When it's time, boom. he'll just be like, boom. There's Bambi's dad, dad. Now, he, now we have dinner. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you know, if the- that's that's the, that's the thing. You could pray for something that you could already know is gonna happen. But, oh, it happened! All right, yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, I, was, I was just making fun because uh, yeah. his his bay is out hunting right now. Which isn't this a reversal of like every other relationship in Wisconsin? <laughs> well, I, I I should I should be out the one doing the doing the killing. Dang it! Ah, I mean, had but, I had my license, I'd be out there, but I don't. Well, actually, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be out there with them. But had I had my license and stuff, I might be out hunting. But I don't. <laughs> Next year, hopefully. It, it, I just had to poke fun at that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Aaron's <laughs> the one at home and his girl's the one that's out hunting. Shoot, shooting stuff, hopefully. It's a weird a Wisconsin redneck relationship there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, you know, th- so that would be passively you know, waiting. If you two are just like, oh, we're just on love, blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll do that when it's right. Actively we'll waiting is seeking God and seeking advice from others. And then taking that and then reformulating that and processing that in the terms of your two's relationship. And then you two go, are we ready or not? Mm-hmm. And then move on. And then if you, if you go, we're not, all right, what do we need to work on individually and together? Mm-hmm. And it may be all individually, it may be all together things. Who knows? You'll come to that point when you're there. Because I'm sure if you talk to some of these couples, there'll be things that they'll bring up that you hadn't even thought of yet. Oh, 100%. 100%. And that's okay. These are good things for you to learn and to think on and process. And maybe a lot of the stuff that they bring up, you guys have already thought of. Well, then guess what? Good. Good on you. Mm. But that's actively waiting. That's actively taking a role. And I know it seems weird to say actively waiting that you're doing stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's the right way to do it. Because as we've been reading through Packer's book and that, just sitting back and knowing who someone is does nothing unless you're actively engaged with that. Knowing who God is, that's great and all, 
but that does you nothing unless you're actively engaging based on that knowledge. Yeah. This is the same with this. It's the same with any wow. of this relationship, job, moving, blah, blah, blah. Anything that is big like that. Yeah. Yeah. All, all too often, even in the Christian circle, we're very passive on it. We're going, all right. For example, like I want to move to Michigan. Let's just say I don't mm-hmm. want to move to, I'm just saying. Right. I mean, are you sure you don't want to go to Grand Rapids? I like visiting. Not living. Yeah. That's a different thing. Okay. But, you know, let's say that, right? I go, I want to go Grand Rapids. I want to go Grand Rapids. Yeah. Passive would be like, okay, I want to go to Grand Rapids. I go, God, should I move to Grand Rapids? And then I sit there and wait. Okay, God, show me a sign. Should I move? Should I not move? Should I not move? Actively would be me doing that. Same thing. But then be going, hey, Aaron, what do you think about me moving to Grand Rapids? What no. do you think would be the pros and cons about that? You're gone. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You know, right. me talking with Andy and that. You know, I remember when I talked about this job and the first thing he goes, are you going to move to Florida? I remember when you almost had to, you had the possibility of moving to California. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> but. You know, in the, and those are things that at, at that point, it's an active thing taken into consideration and data points and opinions of people you trust. You're actively engaged in the process. Doing your research. Because by doing this, by doing, being actively engaged, God may reveal that answer through a friend, a trusted relative, a trusted advisor. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's not the, I'm waiting for the, the light from the sky. Instead, it's, no, I get that word from Aaron of like, you know what, dude? Um, Hey, look, I know this about you. I don't think you would flourish that well over in California alone without knowing people. Mm. And then that would be something for me to take back and think like, yeah, you know what? He's right. But, 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 I mean, you always got God in your corner, so you'll be okay on your own. (laughs) (laughs) I almost want to do devil's advocate here. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> almost do. Yeah. But I don't know if you'd be able to. Oh, I wouldn't be able to fight back. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. I would yeah. need you to be able to counter. Counter you? Oh. What's your question now, then? I'm interested. I'm curious. As to okay, so let's say you did that, right? Yeah. You, you know, you said that, right? Yeah. I go, okay, cool. I'm going to go out to California now. Yeah. But obviously, you know, as I get out there, then I find out, oh, that really was not where God wanted me to go. But right. I stick it out anyways. Because I'm like, oh, no, my buddy Aaron said I should go. Oh, but, 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 <laughs> but no. Clearly, you weren't seeking the Lord enough in this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You made it so simple, but so churchy. All at the same time. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. I don't know either. That was impressive. Thanks. So, you know, those are yeah. things, you know, that's how you can actively versus passively interact and wait. Hmm. Waiting is not always passive. And I'll say this. There are sometimes when maybe you do have to just passively sit back and wait. Just give it a breather. Give it a moment. Mm-hmm. 
In fact, in the Bible, we find examples of both people being told to wait and then people being told, hey, move forward, go, go forward, wow. do these things. So it's like, wait, in, under which condition am I in? Okay, yeah, this is going to sound horrible. You're going to have to wait and find out. Well, great. Yeah, I know. Well, great. <laughs> yeah. So helpful. Because you have stuff like that's back in Psalm uh, 27, 14. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Mm. You know, uh, Isaiah 40, 31. This is a famous one. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run, not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Right? And then you have stuff like uh, Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may be boast. For we are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, so we would walk in them. So if you listen to that one, it's like, well, God's already prepared the good works that we would walk in them. <laughs> and you're like, okay, so am I waiting or am I walking in? Yeah. What's happening here? <laughs> ah! Yeah. So you, you, it's one of those things of it's a, I would say it's a balance. Like all things in life that are good. The yin and yang. I wouldn't even yin and yang. No, it, but I, I would say it's just a balance to wait to see where, what needs to be done. Because some things do need to be actively worked through while you're waiting. Right. And some things need to be, all right, God, I'm going to sit back and wait just for a moment for you. Or maybe it's many moments. It's going to depend on the situation. Yep. And you know how you know the difference between the two of those? How? It takes wisdom. How do you get wisdom? Well, asking for it. <laughs> exactly. You ask for it and you wait in, on the Lord and you read mm -hmm. the word. That's how you get wisdom. And so that wisdom that then you'll know, is this a passive wait or is this an active wait? And hopefully you'll learn. Yeah. But when you're ready to take that next step, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. For Aaron, it's a couple things. I wasn't going to say him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you kids, I don't care. <laughs> okay, fine. Enough of, enough of my life has been thrown out there anyways. Yeah, for Aaron, it's work stuff. And um, hey, when's he ready to take that next step in his relationship? Which, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Which one? No, it's just, it's just, it just blows my mind that that's even like a, like I'm even thinking about that already it's crazy it's wild mm -hmm. it's scary it's nuts but it's good yeah the little boy has finally grown up finally yeah. <laughs> jeez louise <laughs> one 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 step at a time baby steps this is a good thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah yeah so uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry that just threw me off my entire game um <laughs> so those are things that you know to actively consider then as you're going through the through the next steps and things so yeah right. 
So now figure out, are you actively waiting or, or passively? passively? Yeah. And those are the two big things. Because once you know that, once you know that, that's how you engage with that weight process. And that's also kind of how you know then when the next phase, so to speak, is ready. Right. And, uh, and now I'm going to throw a wrinkle in. Uh-oh. Just, just, yeah. just for fun here. Yeah. And this is my own personal thought. Take it or leave it. However, I have no basis anywhere to, you know, throw this out. This is just my own personal thought on things. At what point during your waiting, because you know what God wants of you, what, what he's said to you through his word and through prayer and that, right? At what point is it that we then have to take a step out and do something and hope that God is that's the right path? Take it like a step of faith, so to speak. Right, that leap of faith. Or do we just always sit back and wait? That's a, that's a personal thought that I've been wrestling with and through. Mm. You know, with the job stuff, it hasn't been that way. Right. But that's when you brought the topic up, I was like, huh, that's an interesting thought on that. Mm. At what point do you have to do that? But then I go, but it's not really you doing it. It's you know God so well that this seems like the correct step to take based on what he has said in his word and what he's communicated through prayer. Mm. But that relies on you having that good of a relationship with God. Right. So I'm like, it's a bouncing act. I don't know the answer to that one. So if you do know the answer to that one, please let me know. <laughs> let Aaron know because he'll need him sooner rather than me. <laughs> Help. <laughs> please. Yep. Oh, man. So that's my thoughts that's on cool. it. That's cool. That's good. Any thoughts from you that you want to conclude with, ask, or anything like that? No, I got nothing at the moment. All right. Well, that's been handled as well as it could be. <laughs> All right. For the time being. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to learn if Aaron can understand the language of his nieces, nephews, and future children. I'm screwed. <laughs> we're going to learn if Aaron can identify slang words from generation X, Y, or Z, or gen alpha. How And be able what? to define them as well. Some of these are simple. Some of these are not. How many? Honestly, if his girlfriend had been around this week, I would have asked her either on or off camera, her call. To join in on this? To or? like read, like to have her generate the stuff and then quiz us both simultaneously. You see who scored higher. Oh, dang. You, of course. You're better with words. Doesn't mean I'm better with understanding the oh, current yeah. slang. Oh, yeah, I'm not the right. one sitting in the Discord chat all the time on a Wednesday having discussions. Or do you do I that? Mean, I'm not. You don't do that anymore. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, or no, Facebook. No. Group. Yeah, that. That. No. Yeah. I, man, it's been a long time since I've done that. I've been meaning to get back on that, but uh, that just. How are they all going to react when they find out? Well, some of them already know that oh. our friends, I'm friends with on Facebook, oh. but I don't know if all of them know, but I wouldn't be surprised because if they get on the group chat, I'm sure someone is like, Hey, did you see this? Yep. So I have to coordinate with them to make sure we all give our blessing or disapproval at the same time. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no pressure. No pressure. No. <gasps> 
No, 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 no press drawer. Mm, sure. <laughs> Ella no hablas español. Yeah. Uh. Wait, do what? <laughs> Just see. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. No, no, that's not what I said. No habla. Ah, uh, that's how I said. Ella no hablas español. Yeah. Oh, she knows speak Espanol. Thank right. you for turning that into very broken English. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, in this next episode, we're going to hear Aaron speak like a teenager. This will be entertaining. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on this one. Join us next week. And uh, XYZA. Bye. Ugh. X, Y, Z, A.